Press play. Curtain of an hour in. It's time to take spin. The shade and tea to spill. Ooh, drama. Oh, that's a tweet. Did they book? Who got on the option? No, oh, I'm not well. What, what star will we talk to today? today? Oh, that's a gag, honey. Say no more. Drama. Drama. Welcome to Drama, a podcast that covers theater, pop culture, L-O-V-E, and life in, in New, New York, York City. City. I'm Connor McDowell. And I am Dylan McDowell. And start your engines, because it was just announced that RuPaul's Drag Race is coming back for a 12th legendary season. Yes. Um, when this airs, it'll probably have been a couple weeks since that announcement happened. That's However, <laughs> But the season probably won't have aired. The season yet. will not have aired yet. Yeah. So we need to talk all about it. Did, I know, because we, we are huge Drag Race fans. We love, and Still, I, our you... guest is nodding, and she also is, so yes. we'll definitely get into it. There are so many New York queens on this oh, yes. season that we love. We love and have seen, which is like, I feel like an insider, but I'm not going to be like, <laughs> yay, go Britta Filter, because I've literally seen her perform once. But I'm not, so not going to pretend like I know her, I'm but gonna be like, it's I, cool. I know jam sport right it's, like, it's not like it. last year when we're f- we were from ohio and so nina west was our girl and we yes. w- she was the first drag queen we ever saw and that's tea. that felt like a hometown like pride situation whereas mm-hmm. this is like oh my gosh we live in new york and we've seen jan sport and Britta filter but we're not pals no yet not yet who knows the open invitation drama. open invitation <laughs> i want the line drama um, you know they're listening <laughs> no i think the season's gonna be good i think it's gonna be really good. yes i will say, i do have one gripe and i hate to be that person there's not any trans queens to my knowledge why don't hate to be that person it's just tr- it's it's a crime it is it's wrong and i also feel like they're lacking in queens of color i know they are they really are come on rue I know. I mean, it's, and producers, but like... I know. I love how people are always like, Rue didn't get this queen on. And I'm like, you think Rue is casting well, at this point? I mean, I'm Rue sure definitely watches every single tape. Okay. Okay. But shame on World of Wonder. We're dragging I know. Like, but also World of this, Wonder, we love you. This queer production company, which we support. Fully, I support. Oh, yeah. We're, we on Wild, we're on Wild Plus. Queer adjacent art. And, you know, I think what they do is incredible. And obviously, drag, I think, has never been more mainstream. Rue is hosting SNL. I know. Oh my, I can't wait. And of course, we watched AJ and the Queen every episode, even though it was slow. Um, But you know, it was very fun and it was a great opportunity to see all our favorite queens. It was weird. Okay, I could actually talk about Drag Race the whole time, so I don't want to like fully take up the whole thing. But this is something we have yet to really cover on drama, except for with Blaine, we talked about a little bit. But I am a Drag Race super fan. Even more than I am. I love every single queen and I clock the reference all the time and I cannot wait for this new season. And we might even be recapping episodes in a possible way yes in an exclusive way we'll see we don't want to reveal too much wait and see we'll see we'll see but our guest today actually has a connection to a rupaul queen that's right i'm gonna and a legendary new york queen yes god all right i'm gonna bring bring her in so our guest today is a rising star who has solidified herself as one of the most in demand Divas of the theater world. After touring the country in American Idiot, she made her Broadway debut in Groundhog Day before originating the iconic role of Mopsa in the much-beloved groundbreaking musical Head Over Heels. After belting her face off to the music of the Go-Go's on Broadway, she originated the role of Pat, aka Lady Macbeth, in Scotland, PA, at Roundabout. And fans across the country will also recognize her from the tale of Despero at the Old Globe in San Diego, the Who's Tommy at the Kennedy Center in D.C., and so much more. Her gorgeous voice and fierce acting chops will also, and I'm shaking, be on full display in the highly anticipated musical adaptation of The Devil Wears Prada opposite Beth Level, which I 
I, I can't even yeah. believe it. Okay, anyway, please welcome to drama Taylor, Taylor Iman Jones. Hi. Taylor, Hi. thank oh, you man. for t- Miss Taylor. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah. Um, wow, I love that write-up. That was amazing. Oh yeah. <laughs> You've done so many great things in such a short amount of time. I've tried to stay busy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I read that you booked Groundhog Day like two months after moving in. Oh, I did. Yeah. Uh, wild. Which like, doesn't happen. No, yeah. it totally <laughs> does not happen. I got very lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, they were. So, you know, it, it came from the UK over to here. So um, all the tracks were solidified, like every character or whatever. Um, and then uh, the show had already been cast in America as well. Right. But they needed one more person to like be in the ensemble and cover the leads. And so they were holding auditions for that. Um, I went through a few rounds and then got told, thank you, no thank you. Um, we would like a better oh. dancer. We, we want someone to be a stronger dancer. And I was like, Interesting. fine. I just got here. Like, I'm not going to worry about that. Um, And then a week later, I got another phone call that was like, just kidding. (laughs) You're in. And so I was like, okay. Did you ever go on for Nancy? I did not ever go on for Nancy, but I did go on for Rita a handful of times. Yeah. We we saw Groundhog Day in its final month on Broadway, oh. and I wish I could have seen it again because I feel like it's one of those things where you're seeing brilliance, and then you need to see it again to like oh my catch things that you might have noticed the first or second time. Connor has beautiful. the rule of of repeat viewing. I have this I have this this idea that, and, and this is a privileged concept mm-hmm. that I think musicals. Or I think maybe any form of art should be consumed twice if you can do it. See it once, and you're just like going in cold, enjoying it loving it, maybe hating it, whatever. But then seeing it a second time is rewarding because you're then you're noticing perhaps the intricacies. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you're paying special attention to performances that you didn't notice the first time. You can watch the ensemble. You can, you know, yeah. I think like if you're able to see something twice, it's great, which also we did with Head Over Heels. We'll yeah, that in a second. Yeah. We'll talk about it. Day was so good. It's love. Like, it's mm-hmm. so lovely, that show. And we always just figured... Uh, it was almost too ambitious because it had the five turntables and snow mm-hmm. and, and a, a tap number. Like it just had <laughs> so many things, but um, it was amazing. And I wouldn't have traded it for anything else. We, the cast is such a family still. Oh, I love that. Andy Carl in that show mm-hmm. was a masterclass mm-hmm. oh my in God. acting and theater and also um, how to be a lead for us. He was so warm and welcoming. He, you know, his dressing room was on the very bottom floor closest to the stage and ours was on the fifth floor, a oh walk gosh. up and he would make sure every weekend to come up with, uh, his speaker blasting music and like making sure he danced with us. So, and you know, he seriously injured himself in that yes. show. Oh, yes. And even the day he injured himself, he finished the show with a cane. Like it's oh, just, I forgot that there was a yeah, cane like literally it's just the best thing I ever could have been witness to and oh. am looking forward to carrying that legacy in my future mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. I feel like it would have been an exhausting show. I mean, doing a show eight times a week in general is tough. And now but do it on a treadmill. On a treadmill. Like also, literally. You're, yes. Also, you're repeating scenes so many times. Oh my gosh. If you ever really get the chance to look at the sheet music, mm. but even if you just listen to the soundtrack, I dare you to count along <laughs> and like find the rhythms. Oh, like yeah. I remember the first weeks they were like, okay, so on the 23rd count on the 13th measure. And we were like, wait, 
What? Is that Tim Minchin? Is that no, no, that would be um, Ellen Page, who was our associate choreographer. Okay, okay, okay. Not to be confused um, with Ellen Page, the actress. Oh, right. No, that's her name. Yeah, I was like, did I do that wrong? Um, but like literally we would, in the beginning, we were like, one, two, three, two, two, three, three, all the way oh into God. like 26, 27, two, three, like until it was in our bones. But there are so many time changes and signatures because it's repeating and then the numbers do repeat so but in different <laughs> really um like ways so we would learn choreography and then learn the same bit but now it's not only jazzy but there's that third count isn't there and that step is now at the end instead of the beginning like it was oh my god so wild it was really it was so hard um, but so rewarding. Oh, I can imagine. Yeah, and then Beautiful. the five turntables. Yeah, the turntables. Yeah, I mean, this a lot of the story around the show became like the in Andy's injury and like yeah. the um, turntable issues at the beginning and everything. And it was one of the most competitive seasons. Like I would say, yeah. this past year and that 2017 season were the busiest seasons. It was Dear Evan Hansen, Come yeah. From Away, Great Comet, Groundhog oh, Day. Wow. It was, yeah. it was Bandstand. huge. Bandstand. Like everything was going on at once and I literally, I thought that Andy and Ben Platt were going to tie for a Tony. Like I thought that we were going to see that. <laughs> that would have yeah. been comic. You know, Ben Platt had a year. Like mm-hmm. that was totally his year. And I mean, Andy won the Olivier he in um, the UK and so I mean, like, I'd always be like, if, if Ben Platt wasn't there, Andy mm-hmm. probably would have got it. But, yeah, you know, who knows? Uh, and it's I'm sure so Andy political. will have many more chances oh, yes. to get a Tony. So. We love Andy. You know? We love Orfit. Like, yeah. they're just incredible. Oh, my God. People. And they're just touring the country. Oh my I got to go I see them. Yes. They're a little duet show. Yes. We'll talk after. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay, wait, Taylor. I'm wondering something else. <laughs> yeah. Are you well? Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's um, like real tea, I guess. You know, theater is a very strange, or any artistic endeavor you take on is going to be strange and have its ups and downs. So, like, for example, uh, Prada, very exciting, super exciting. I got the offer in September, um, and at that point you know we are going to go to chicago this summer and uh go to broadway hopefully this fall um and then when i got the call they were like you got it plot twist we're gonna push it back a year that's insane so now we're in chicago next summer and next fall which is still very exciting yeah yeah um but that put me in a weird position of what do i do now until then can you like are are you on hold like uh both of those things yes and no low so like uh they want to do you know a handful of workshops while i'm here and so it limits what i can do so i can't take out of town contracts really that are too long i i can't take touring contracts that are leaving so I, i always like i think this is the part of the process that they don't teach you um, I didn't go to school, but I don't think they teach you it in okay, school. Yeah, no, or I know I definitely hear, yeah. didn't hear about it just in my up and comings. It's, you mm-hmm. know, you, you get the gig and it's very exciting, but you don't think about, well, what do I do in the meantime? Right. And so that's been a really interesting thing to figure out. Oh, and yeah. I'm still figuring that out now. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. To answer yeah. that question. I appreciate your, your candor with the whole situation because I know everyone's like excited about it. Yeah. And then it's like, but yeah, like the excitement is sort of delayed because it's so like 2021, like... We'll have a new president by that. I mean, seriously, you know? like, yeah. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's the thing. Everyone's like, congratulations. And I'm like, thank you. Uh-huh. You know, because it yes. it, it's very strange. I'm also like, thank you. But if you have any gigs, let me know. <laughs> right, right. For things. Um, yeah. But yeah, so yes. And weirdly, 
not no but okay. you know somewhere yeah. in that absolutely yeah, yeah. Um, have you been involved with Devil Wears Prada at all up to no. now? This is it. Oh my god! Have you heard any of the music? No, I mean just my audition. Just audition. Okay, cool. Gig. Oh, you know, it's, it's Shayna Taub. It's Shayna Taub and Elton. And Elton John. I can't believe. Like, is this his Broadway since Billy Elliot? Is this the first time we've seen him on Broadway? Oh yeah, I, I forget so. that he. he yeah. I forget that he does Bill, Aida, did Billy Elliot. Wow. Lion King and, and Aida. Oh, that's oh. always my like. <laughs> I know it's so great. Ah, yeah. It is, some of the best. All right, we need an Aida in concert right yes. now. Yes, please. Like, that's that's what it is. We had Aisha Jackson on, and she was talking oh. about she did it in high school. And now I'm envisioning all these actresses who Whoa. could do like the different songs. I would love to hear Aisha Jackson sing know, right? anything from that <laughs> show. But I need to hear you do it too, because you you do have like a very pop rock voice, but it's also you can sing legit as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I um I you know I grew up in the Bay, and which is like the most diverse place in the country. Like yes, New York too, but I think the Bay somehow even more because we're so relaxed. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but um I I think because of that I got the opportunity to play a lot of roles that I wouldn't normally have played. Mm-hmm. Um, like one of them being Mary Poppins. I got to be Mary Poppins <gasps> once. Um, Wait. at Berkeley Playhouse. Yeah, anything can happen if you let it. If you let it, like what a beautiful <laughs> yes, show. Oh but I, you know, I've. I always like to think growing up with Wicked because there's Indina and then there's Kristen. Mm-hmm. And so like you fake your way into both. Yes. And um, <laughs> yeah, I I can like f- what I think in my mind is a faking a really good legit. Okay. But as my roommate would be like, no, that is just <laughs> legit. Like you're just doing it. Um, but anyway, yeah, I am a, my goal I guess for like my Broadway career is to become like a Jessie Mueller mm. where she can kind of do anything oh, yes, chameleon. it's wild mm-hmm. and every time you see her, you're like how do you do that and so I would really love to find my way into that that's an excellent life goal. wait what part of the Bay Area because one of our best friends is from Foster City oh okay that's south of me I believe okay. I'm um like NorCal so okay. I'm from a little town called Fairfield oh, um, it's nice. directly between Sacramento and San Francisco okay cool but cool. I worked a lot in San Francisco go and east bay and some in south bay i commuted a lot wow yeah <laughs> now what is it what is like the big like regional theater in that area there's a ton okay. um i mean the uh berkeley rep you know does oh, a lot that okay. a lot begins there and comes out here is that when um, you did tale of desperate it's not so okay. but because i had to do scotland pa okay and so oh. yeah i did the tale of desperate at the old globe when they got their offer that they were moving to berkeley rep i had already got my offer for scotland pa gotcha. um and is i that, had been doing Big workshops Pen? yes okay oh and they're the best one of my favorite soul cycle instructors jimmy works with them jimmy shout out if you're listening but hey. he told me about pig pen because he played some music at the end of class like a soul oh, class yeah. about it. and i was like what is this he's like they're actually like theater writers yeah like, no they're okay. a band and they write theater and they write music for theater they're verse like, they're yeah <laughs> uh, and i will say you know they are seven cis straight men okay and it was one of the most welcoming and inviting environments I've ever been in. Oh, they are the very aware be. of that. Mm-hmm. And for uh, Tale of Despero, it's the first time they ever invited other actors to be a part of their productions. Oh, usually they do everything. So they play the instruments, they play all the roles, and they usually play multiple roles. And hmm. they do very um, f- tight, fun theater. Um, and so when they invited us in, they gave us complete collaborative, um, not control, but a, a place to be collaborative with them yeah. in an equal stake. That's it was cool. crazy. Yeah. And they're just the nicest humans. Oh, and you always love to hear that. Create beautiful work. 
Yeah. Wow. No. I feel like it was Tale of Despero a book. Yeah. I think I read it. Was a mouse probably, involved? Yes. Yeah. So it's, I <laughs> also like, I didn't read it as a kid. Like I yeah, read yeah, it yeah, once yeah, I yeah. got yeah. the show, but yeah, there's like a mouse, a princess, a oh. evil who you find out maybe not might be so evil rat and oh, um, I now. Uh, a maid who also you know and you hear all their four stories in the book separately like they each have their own chapters okay um and so the challenge for pig pen writing was how do you make a linear story out of that mm-hmm. um and so they found a way to do that and it's unbelievable so i did it at uh, the old globe um, but then I went home for a week and I got to watch it oh, cool. at Berkeley Rep and I wept the entire Aww. time it was so good they made all these minor changes that just helped the show blossom to a new height it was so tight like it was one of the quickest shows I've ever seen like just almost like old school Shakespeare oh wow oh my god it was incredible I can't I yeah that. I hope it has more future to come. I felt old school Shakespeare vibes in a way when seeing Head Over Heels. Oh, yeah. Um, now, in that out of town was in San Francisco, right? Yeah. So you were like home. I was. Yeah, that's really cool. At the current, which is like brand new open. Yeah. Um, Wicked started there. That's right. That's right. That's and right. so it was crazy because that's the only way I saw theater growing up. Like, we didn't make trips to New York until I was in my teens okay. but my mom I don't even know where she got a theater bug but she made sure to take me to every single show that toured through San Francisco Aww. and um, the current used to be a part of SHN and they were like a whole trio like everything but now I think it's its own little separate entity okay. um, but anyway yeah I've like I've been performing in the Bay my whole life and I've done shows here but with Head Over Heels in San Francisco from first preview to closing night i knew someone in the audience every single performance that's so special it rocked my Talk world about a hometown crowd like whoa and like because it was such a big deal i think you know like not to say not a lot of people make it from the bay but it's a far journey oh you know goodness. and so i got to see people who i did shows with seven years ago up until like the most recent year like oh, it was wow. watching my whole theater career like before my eyes with every person who saw the show it was oh. bananas and now when Beautiful. you guys were doing it in san francisco mm-hmm. did you know at that point you were going to broadway yes okay so yeah. you not only that you're originating a role in an original musical like yeah. that is like insane Which not, not everyone can that's not easy to get not everyone has <laughs> no that. that's really amazing it is uh yeah. i feel very fortunate especially coming from um the bay where i really learned my craft just doing whatever regional plays were out yeah. there so you do you know whatever's in the canon coming right. down so i figured i'd move to new york and just like being wicked forever or like <laughs> you know just do the shows i knew and here i am three years later where i've almost done exclusively new work wow yeah which is a huge surprise to me um but also showed me that and I think this goes for anybody out there that your biggest strength is yourself. Mm. I realize the reason I, I get new work is because there is nothing else to base it off of. And so all you can do ah. is like make a choice and hope they mm-hmm. like it. And I've learned to do that and, they and, like and find, yeah, I guess <laughs> and find, you know, confidence in myself that like I, I Taylor am enough for whatever is going to come my way. And also like, my strength is to bring myself into whatever that is. Oh, that's beautiful. That is unbelievable advice. Is it's the truth? Yeah. You can take that with you, you know, in, in the in the entertainment industry, but also going into job interviews, you're going on dates, doing all of it. Like you just yeah. have to be yourself. Yeah. Because that's that's what that is that's you. That's what people are gonna be drawn to. Yes, and I think especially the auditions, but even when you're performing, um, 
you're always looking for like the right way to do something, mm-hmm. you know, that one right way. And I've come to realize that there isn't one right way. There are many ways, you know, we brush our teeth every day. You don't do it the exact same way every day. And then you don't finish and you're like, Oh, that was not how that was supposed to be like, you know, it's slightly different and it's different for all of us, but we're all brushing our teeth. And that's how I feel about auditions. Like even for shows that are in the canon, like Tommy or something like, I've stopped trying to figure out what I think they want or go in the room being like I hope this is what they're looking for and it's like no this is my version of this character mm-hmm. take it or leave it mm-hmm. and I always tell my friends before you go in ask yourself do you think you're capable of this and if the answer is yes then that's the end mm. wow because Wig. like you know you're gonna do it <laughs> yeah. and and like I know I will be good you don't have to take it but I know I can mm-hmm. and no matter what happens like that's what you can take away you that's know? amazing that's I, I was given that advice when I was interviewing for jobs in, mm. in the last year somebody you know I was interviewing and doing all these things and whatever and somebody said to me my cousin Jack actually <laughs> um, shout out he was like before you go into this this interview for this job you know you want picture yourself in the job manifest this life for yourself think about what it would be like how excited you would be to get up in the morning go to this job work with these people work on this and i did it and i got it you know what i mean it's just you have to believe in yourself and you have to manifest the that the right thing will come at the right time i think yeah and i uh, another thing i like to tell kids especially is the no's don't pile up there you know they're the doors in the hallway that you're passing by Mm -hmm. but they don't make you worse with every no you get yeah, because yeah. they they have nothing to do with you really you know I, we've all heard st- we've all mm-hmm. heard stories of like oh I didn't get it because I'm too tall or I didn't get it because I'm too short or I look too much like that girl like you never know they might right. love you love you but just you're not right for them in that moment yeah, you know yeah. so um yeah just there's the doors in the hallway let them pass you by uh, I, I love that too yeah. I would love to get a little bit more insight into your beginnings with a question yeah. that we ask all of our guests yeah. so this is called the ring of keys moment mm. so we like to ask everyone about the impetus that got them into the arts in the first place the ring of keys moment when young Allison in fun home sees someone identifies as that is that mm-hmm. but we're gonna apply that to the arts yeah. What is that aha moment for you? You mentioned growing up in the Bay. Yeah. So I I guess I always had a musical ear. I'd go to my grandma's house and just like plunk on the piano. And then my parents realized like, oh, you're actually playing things that you hear. So they got me piano lessons. So I grew up um, like when I was six. So I had piano lessons all through high school. Um, and so I always loved music. I loved to sing. I was on the dance team in middle yes. school. And then so one of my girlfriends on the dancing was like, hey, do you want to come do the musical in the city? And I didn't know that was a thing. I was like, singing and dancing at the same time? Great. Yeah. Um, so I did a show at uh, Solano Community Theater, and it was uh, Solano Youth Theater then, which I don't think exists anymore, but um, mm. they did a show called Bugsy Malone Jr., oh. um, which is like this weird gangster mob yes p- musical but they like throw pies at each other instead of like bullets it's really fun um anyway i got this role named fizzy who was the janitor but had got Iconic. their own song yeah got their own solo song like the whole stage clears it was literally like me and my broom in a spotlight and i just like i have a terrible memory but i remember this moment so vividly it was just like starting the song and like looking out in the audience and the spotlight on me by myself <laughs> and I've literally never stopped performing since oh, and that's powerful yeah they would do two musicals a year because it was like a semester okay. and you got like college credit um 
And yeah, I just never, never, ever stopped. Oh. And then you eventually make it to Broadway. Yeah. And you're singing Vacation by the Go-Go's. <laughs> pretty kind of by yourself. I mean, there's yeah. fish, mermaids and dolphins or whatever. Absolutely. Going on Couldn't have done it without them. Honestly, if you, I mean, that whole album is really great, but the background vocals oh on goodness. the Head Over Heels album are so fierce. So good. Yeah. yeah it's the, We need to talk about Head Over Heels. I know. Because we, yes. we mentioned a little bit earlier. We went to see it in previews. In previews. And oh. we actually yeah. iconically were there. We, we didn't know this was happening. The Go-Go's performed <gasps> oh. a curtain call. Yes. We, we were, were like, how lucky are we? Gagged. Same. Like, yeah. Same. <laughs> we were just dancing in the yeah. audience. And- uh, that was one of the craziest moments. I remember um, there were like a, a few moments in Head Over Heels that had very uh, grounding feelings to Mm -hmm. them and the first one was in like we all you know knew we were in the show and then they had a like a go-go's concert to announce the show that was a like i I think they the day they announced the theater and announced Mm -hmm. the cast and we all went to the bowery electric i want to say and they played i remember thinking then like because we knew what we'd be singing like watching them play vacation (laughs) and being like i'm gonna sing that Mm -hmm. on broadway one day and then fast forward to now we're open now we're in mm-hmm. now we're in previews and we finish the show and then the go-go's come out and they play on the stage that we are singing their music it was legendary. and they were so nice and it was very weirdly full circle and just Ugh. i knew like no matter what happens like this is a moment in our history and their history and musical theater mm-hmm. history and we were already breaking so many boundaries in head over heels oh and so goodness. That like I can't like I'm so happy you guys were there because it was yeah. oh that we night was crazy. We were with our friend Jimmy, aka Poot, and yes. we loved every second of it. And I know. <sighs> I think I didn't realize how inclusive and groundbreaking Head Over Heels would be. Yeah. And I was also I didn't realize how many songs I would know going yeah. into it as well. That I guess were just you know in in the zeitgeist growing up of I would hear these songs on the radio mm-hmm. and then just the performances were great. The opening number, the, the opening number. I think two of the str- I mean I think it was a really strong production in general but I think the direction and the choreography were both top notch. And the book. Yeah. yeah. The so book smart. was so smart. So smart. And at, for a second Funny. I was like, "Oh, they're they're doing this." And then you get so used to it within the first 5 minutes. Mm-hmm. Like it, it it's and hysterical. it makes you think and you have to pay attention to the jokes and mm-hmm. it was it was so good. I mean, we loved it and Thank you. Everyone last year talked about the tragedy that it just didn't continue. I mean, yeah. opening in the summer is hard, but then it is hard and we yeah and we opened right after the tonys Mm -hmm. like we were the first show to open that season and so i mean people that's not something you really think about coming to new york either but uh if you open right after the tonys that means you got to stay open (laughs) up until the next tonys Mm -hmm. really uh which is you know a year is really kind of a successful show on broadway Mm -hmm. if you last a whole year oh yeah um so anyway yeah we were so happy to have been in that show and to be a part of that legacy. We all got so many letters from teenagers and even adults being like, I've never seen myself on stage. And the one thing that we loved the most about Head Over Heels is that it was a celebratory space for everybody. Like, yes, stakes were high, but anytime a character came out, as we'd say, and at the end, like all of us came out at the end, there wasn't any question mm-hmm. or, or any fight mm-hmm. it was just like oh great oh right. cool yeah love love is yeah. love yes and that 
doesn't really exist right now and it, or it's hard to find no, most yeah, places absolutely. we've had I, I got a lot of letters that were like i brought my mom to this and she turned to me it was like oh i get it like oh my god like oh, yeah wow, it was really wow, wow, a lot wow. of that and so i am so sad that it was short-lived also because the performances were out of this every world single, like, person, bonnie yeah. rachel jeremy alexander Sosha. Alexander, oh my god andrew duran yes. like <laughs> it was in the choreography <laughs> spencer liff got snubbed at the tony but i will say the smart thing they did was release the rights pretty quickly so um it's being done all over the country. I know it happened country. in Charleston. It happened in the Bay. There was tongue pops galore in the show. Sure was. Peppermint, Peppermint was in it. Peppermint. Oh. All the real girls came to see it. We, when we saw it that night with um, the, when the Go-Go's were there, I think Laganja Estrancha was there. Yeah. Oh, in sure. The audience. It was just such a great a great time. The second time we saw it, Amanda Lepore. Oh, came. my God. Yes, I met her. Oh, my God. Ah, I took all the yeah. pictures. No, that was the other good thing about opening the summer, actually, was DragCon was happening at the same time. <laughs> and so since all the queens were here, they, yeah. of course, they all came and saw um peppermint yeah, oh and God. i have so many pictures like Ugh. i don't really fangirl sure. <laughs> um i think especially I, I feel weird meeting celebrities after shows because sometimes it feels almost more like a press of you know it's just like take the picture and they don't really have a lot of time and i, I feel weird about being like hi mm -hmm. um <laughs> but i did realize that i will freak out over a rupaul drag queen now, now who who is your favorite Peppermint aside, because we know you're friends with Peppermint. Oh, yeah. But. I mean, um, Bob gagged me. Oh, Alyssa. Yeah. Oh. oh, my God. And Alyssa was in full geesh when she came. Oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Um, honestly, it, it, it's a hard question to ask because a lot of them came in groups as well. Okay. Okay. And so it was just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> like freaking out. Um, yeah, I, I just, that. I, that, I, all, all. <sighs> me and my roommate are literally rewatching all of RuPaul's Drag Race which, right now. Which season are you on? All of them. Oh, oh, we're on five right now. Five, four or five and six are my favorite. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think it's like this like golden era and Latrice Royale yeah. is my favorite. Oh, Latrice. Yes. 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 Large yes. and in charge, chunky yet funky. Yes. <laughs> Eat it. Yes. yes. <laughs> season five, I mean, you have Alaska. You have Alyssa. Detox. Detox. Yes. Jinx. It's Roxy. Roxy. Oh, yeah. She's here to make it clear. Yes. <laughs> Iconic season. Iconic season. Yeah. We weirdly watch season seven first then watched five oh. then watched six then watched all stars two we went in the weirdest weirdest order, order yeah but it doesn't matter and i want to rewatch it all as well rewatch it all you know most of it's on um, amazon prime yes yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah actually for christmas connor got me a dvd of season four <gasps> oh. which includes all of untucked as well yeah so it's like it's nice you know dvds may be going out of style but at least, but at least you'll that. have it forever mm -hmm. yeah absolutely forever. Yeah. that's true so i we are kind of starting to wrap up, which is so sad because it's so sad. So many. I have to come back. Oh yeah, um, yes, please. Anytime. Oh my god, well. we would love that. We, we need, need to talk ask. about Drag Race. Yes. Thing. We need to ask about Scotland, PA. Yes. Oh yeah. Because we, I'm a huge Macbeth fan in general. <gasps> yeah. And when we were in high school, our English teacher, Mr. Becky again, um, had us watch the film. Yeah. So we were familiar with that to wow. begin with, and which I think is a really clever movie. Oh know? my God, it's genius. So good. Yeah. The, it's, yeah, it's brilliant. And the way that um, your character, in the, who, who the actress, Maura Tierney, Maura Tierney in the yes. movie, was always our favorite. And then when we heard you were doing it, we were like, oh yes, this is brilliant. And yeah. all the vocals. Oh, thank you. Yeah, especially your big number at the end, which oh, is no spoiler, anyone God. who knows the story of Macbeth, right. Lady Macbeth, you know, out, out, damn, out damn spot, yeah. yeah. 
But for if for this, it's it takes place in and around a fast food joint. Yes. Yeah. Or yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 A burger joint. A burger joint. Max. Yes. Yeah. Ma- yeah. Yeah. And instead of you know having like a, a spot of blood that she just keeps feels like she can't get out she has a she has a burn a burn yeah. from the fry later <laughs> it was so yes. clever the way that it was done it and was really fun ryan mccartan is a genius as well we love him you know who is so funny oh my god jay yes mm-hmm. he was unbelievable jay is incredible we love, we love and like jay. you saw him he was playing like the ultimate like stoner like oh, yeah. all, everything was down here and just like <laughs> funny and while we were in rehearsals, he was playing Raul in Phantom of the Opera. Oh, right, right. And so, like, I don't know how he did that. Talk about versatile. But that's what I'm saying. Uh-huh. Like, and now he's in Darling Grenadine. Yeah, he's out like there. a Jesse Mueller as well. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. He no, he is. Yeah. And then, like, also produced his Halloween show where he played Winifred in full drag. <laughs> and you like, do something in the Halloween yes, show. Yes, yes. Me and Ryan sing together. Oh, um, I love that. It's just like, he is, he is someone that I. I'm so happy to have gotten to know and be able to call one of my close friends oh, now. That's and beautiful. I remember one day we were like, maybe had some drinks, but like we were like, <laughs> I was like talking to him. I was like, I think you're my mentor. Like, <laughs> I <laughs> love those I, moments. Yeah, I love literally him. me and in college <laughs> endlessly surprised and inspired by him yeah oh my gosh yes i almost bought his mattress last fall oh yes (laughs) almost it it wasn't meant to be but (laughs) we love jay so much he was one of the first like um actors that we were like fans of that we became friends with yeah we've yet to get him on drama but we will yeah um and it is just so cool to be able to continue to see him evolve and grow and change and he can dance the house down like oh my god it's yeah Mm -hmm. and we're gonna continue to see you grow and i mean whatever this next year has in store but like devil wears prada like i know wait really quick are you a huge fan of the movie yeah yeah i mean like who isn't you know Um, it's it's definitely not anything i ever would have guessed in a million years that i would have been a part of especially across beth level like are you kidding (laughs) i saw her and drowsy chaperone here in new york on broadway Uh like before i really knew who she was but i remember obsessing over it afterwards and listening to the soundtrack again and again i was here on a theater trip and remember she came and did a talk back and gave us all signature like she signed had autographs and it was on my wall for years and really before i knew who she was and now i see it's this weird manifest destiny that has like brought me here and i just i i cannot wait i've only heard the most incredible loving loving things about Mm -hmm. her yeah, oh, yeah. I love that. Yeah, the two of it. you are going to just take on the town. It's going to be oh amazing. God. I'm going to bother her with how many questions I have. <laughs> <laughs> she is so nice and so amazing. Uh, yes. um, do we know who the rest of the cast is yet? They haven't announced. Okay, cool. Yeah, so and I honestly don't really okay, okay, know. Cool, yeah. Cool, cool. Oh, my God. Um, great. Oh, can't wait. I mean, it's so far away now. So I know. Who knows what will happen. But, okay, so we do like to end with a quick dose of drama. Yes. And this is something that we do just to kind of wrap everything together. It's not salacious. It's yeah. just like... What's fun? What's going on? I will go first. Yes. As, as you usually do, Dylan. I know. Actually, I will say that it could be like a vivid dream about an unresolved relationship, a casting <laughs> rumor that you're mulling over, a date that has you going goo goo gaga ooh baby. Oh. Are you feeling dramatic today? I am not, but I will say that something that all of the listeners need to do is they need to go on the collectivenewsletter.com and subscribe. It is like a weekly political news wrap-up that Unbiased. my mentor, Matt Deptola, we love Matt, big supporter of drama. 
and many of her other friends, including Jimmy and Jake Bradley, are all working on. And it's like a um, an unbiased way to look at the news each week. Every Monday, they do an impeachment recap. Every Friday, they do the top stories. Because I have trouble keeping up with everything on Twitter. Like, what is important? What does it mean to me? 24-hour news cycle, blah, blah, blah. This is the way you keep it all intact. We live in a dramatic time. Everyone should subscribe. I know. And it's great because it also gives you, like, a traditionally, like, liberal article, as well as the way it was covered by, like, a traditionally conservative news source. So it's really, it's really nice. It's, it's great. really great. Yeah, it's, that's, that's mine. Connor, do you have a dose? A dose of drama. Wait, I kind of do because I was thinking about I was thinking about like what I was doing like a year ago now, and I remember I was it was a dramatic story at the time, but I'm like thinking about it now. Okay, so like I went on a date with somebody that I was like, I, I was like, oh my god, this is so fun. He's great. Like we had a great like I remember our date was like four hours long. Like it yes. was so fun. Like one of those like at hold oh fast, at hold fast, yeah. house catch. Um, and then we were like, all right, like we're gonna we're gonna meet up again. So that <laughs> I think it was like the next weekend. I was so excited. I was nervous. I was like, oh my God, we were going to meet out, like out at the bar. I was out going out for like drinks for a friend's birthday. And he, I don't know what he was doing. He still remains a mystery. Um, who still follows me on Instagram in a, in a psychotic way. But um, I went, I was like so excited. I went to the, the club and he had brought another guy <gasps> there that he was like trying to date as well. And what a mess. I, I sort of chose to like, have a sense of humor about it and like still go up to him and be like, Oh my God, like this is so fun, whatever. And the reason I'm also thinking about this is it's been almost, it's been like about a year since this happened. And that night he was like, yeah, like, I think we're like, you're the, you're amazing, but like, we're, it's not going to happen. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, it was drama, but um, I, I thought it was so funny. Like what are the odds? The friend that he brought followed me on Instagram. Oh my God. Week, last, oh my God. <laughs> what and i i just think i'm like being gay in new york city is so bizarre i'm like what made him think of me because i i don't think of him (laughs) but um so funny and i just have to say like i think dating can be dramatic but i think we also have to have a sense of humor about like the (laughs) the things that go wrong Mm. or we have to be thankful for the things that go wrong because oh my god hysterical anyway that's my dose of drama i I don't what is that guy doing following me (laughs) Ms. Mopsa, aka Taylor Mopsa. I know I had to say it. Do you have a dose of anything going on? I think so, yeah. Uh, You know, with this 2020, everybody's like, what's your energy, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think last year, I wanted to find more confidence in myself, but in a way that I could, like, use it. You know, I think I I was like, I want to have more confidence in my auditions and more confidence on stage and more confidence with the people I date. Um, But I, I think it was, like, almost a facade for them. And then when I when things wouldn't work out, I'd be like, but I'm confident Mm -hmm. where this year I want to establish confidence in my soul and for me and for nothing else and not have it be a tool, but actually just be a part of who I am. Like I am confident because I am talented. I am beautiful. I am cool. Like, you know, and like to believe that and not just be telling myself that for fake. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's my what I'm trying to do and bring in the drama. It's for me and. I'm awesome and I am confident because you I are. am. You absolutely are. <laughs> I and, love that. And I think yeah. that everyone can learn from that too because, you know, there's so many messages that come at us every day that like try and tell us otherwise. Yeah. Or like you follow people on Instagram and you're like, that life i want that but in reality like your life is kick-ass and yeah and even when it's not it still is exactly. you know or yeah. i still am mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't matter if that boy doesn't like me or mm-hmm. whatever or <laughs> if they pretended to um right. <laughs> but yeah 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 it's 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 for me and whatever work whatever does and doesn't work out 
isn't a reflection of my whole being. It's mm-hmm. just something that happened today. Mm. Taylor, you are so inspiring. You're so kind. I know you have like the warmest energy I about know. you. Oh, thank you for doing this and coming on drama. We are so thankful and we cannot wait to see what this year has in store yes. and beyond. Thank and you. where can people follow you? Taylor Raymond Jones, pretty much on everything. Instagram, Twitter. No, that's pretty much all I have. Yes. <laughs> I know it's like Facebook. We don't even have Not on TikTok. Not on TikTok. It's too many things. It's like, too many things. Like I just started tweeting like last year. <laughs> just too many things. Yeah. I love Instagram though. So. Yes. Oh my God. And you post amazing photos Thank too. You. Yes, but always great captions. And you can follow us at the Drama Podcast That's on Twitter right. and Instagram. You can follow me at Connor McDowell. And me at Dylan McDowell and Connor. Yes, Dylan. We'll see you next time. Drama. Drama.